everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and we're going to have a very special guest today. His name is Howard Robinson, and Howard is actually a commercial photographer based on the beautiful Gulf Coast of Florida, and he's also worked with agencies big and small, and I have to say he has quite the impressive portfolio with a refreshing style, as I see on your website, Howard. So thank you for being here, and um, yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So how are you doing today? Oh, very well. It's uh, beautiful weather here in Florida, about 75 degrees, very low humidity. I'm sanding down a bedroom door (laughs) in my shorts. I love it. (laughs) Wonderful. That's so great to hear. So Howard, tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background. Uh, Well, I... uh, been a photographer over 25 years, and I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of very nice people and uh, a lot of creative uh, people, some with a little bit more imagination than I would give credit for, but mm-hmm. uh, it was definitely a good shoot no matter what it was. But uh, Yeah, I love commercial fashion. I love uh, um, architecture, interior design, exterior design, I shoot for resorts, catalogs. I just love taking pictures. That's about the bottom line. That's wonderful. And how did you get into photography? I know some people have different stories with this and how they kind of realize their passion for it as well. Well, mine was rather a strange start. My (laughs) uh, father took me up to uh, a local dealership to have his car serviced. I didn't really feel like going, but I went up there, and they took the car in. I sat down in the lobby, picked up a Vogue magazine, and about five minutes later, uh, this young lady's voice behind me uh, said, Are you a photographer? Well, I turned around and looked into these beautiful blue eyes, blonde hair, and I said, Yeah. And so we talked for about 15, 20 minutes and set up the shoot for the following weekend. And uh, after we, you know, said goodbye, I went out that afternoon and uh, bought a camera hmm. and started started shooting that weekend. And much to my surprise, uh, we got some really nice shots. And then she turned me on to somebody else, and she recommended me to someone else, and it just kind of snowballed. Wow. So, well, that's pretty uh, cool. It was very nice. I, I owe her a lot. Most definitely. That's such a cool story. And like you said, it's very interesting. But hey, it all worked out. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's fantastic. That's great. So, Howard, tell me about some of your inspirations and where do you get all of it from? Uh, I think just natural beauty is the uh, key to it. Uh, The people I have the pleasure of working with, they're great personalities. Uh, Some of them have got a lot of attitude. And the one thing that I always believe in is that uh, everyone is photogenic. It's just that some people have more angles than others. And uh, it definitely holds true. Most definitely. And I like that you mentioned that part because I did see on your website that you had this quote and it kind of stuck out to me because, you know, I've never heard this before, but it's very interesting. And again, what you pointed out, everyone is photogenic. Some just have more angles than others. And I was like, you know, that's really, really deep. 
Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people just think they cannot take a picture, but once you learn how to uh, cheat the camera, so to speak, um, it's uh, it becomes a lot more fun for them because they're already nervous and uh, thinking they're not going to take a good shot. But, uh, you know, once they see the back of the camera and see what they look like, you'd be surprised how fast their attitude changes. I have to keep up with them. Absolutely. And again, like you were saying, not everybody's the same too. Everybody has different looks, a different style, a different personality. So I'm sure, like you said, once you get a hang of it and a hold of it, you can run with it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to see them go from being meek and mild and kind of mousy to, uh, you know, the next top model and, uh, got an attitude. I love to see the attitude come out. It's, it's really wonderful to see it's confidence. Oh yes, definitely. And that's important to have in front of the camera. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. So Howard, tell me about where did you learn how to photograph? Was it kind of just like your own skill sets and you kind of learned along the way or did you have any formal training or how did that go about? Uh, no, basically it was uh, school hard knocks. Uh, I was inspired by uh, Francisco Scavulo, uh, Robert Palmer, and, uh, you know, the great uh, masters. Um, they kind of, I kind of took their styles and uh, put a little cork to it. A lot of people say it's a crooked Howard picture because I'm not the type of person to uh, shoot it you know, vertical, horizontal, yeah. every line <laughs> matches. I like uh, kind of like a Picasso type of thing to where it's, uh, you know, it, it sets the mood in the shot, and it's just not your normal portrait. I'm definitely not a portrait photographer. Yeah. Not to take that away from anybody that is, but mm -hmm. that's just not me. Yeah, and, and that's a cool thing to point out because like you were saying too, it's not just the models that have different personalities and styles too, but it's also photographers. And if they like doing a certain angle or maybe a certain you know type of photography, whether that be like commercial advertising, architect, to name a few, um, it's very cool to see what people can come up with. Oh, yeah, that's just uh, fantastic. It's definitely the... Uh the art these days, I mean, you can take a shot and see it right away, whereas in the old days, you set your meter, you get either a Polaroid out and pop a shot, or you take a guess at it and shoot three or four different frames and hope you got it. But now, oh, man, it's just, it's fantastic. Your creativity is just boom. You can change anything. That's awesome. Photoshop, too. Oh, yeah. That's a cool thing to play around with, too. People have fun with that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It is the oldest form of art, and that's the beauty of a woman. They are the epiphany of art itself. Wow, that's awesome, Howard. And, you know, speaking of different types of photography and, and the style that goes into it, too, tell me what types of photography there are. If you can name a few. <laughs> um, what, for my own personal use? Or, sure, um, yeah. Some of the types of photography that you dabble in. Uh, well, interior design, exterior design. Um, that would be form of architectural shots, uh, resorts, editorial shots, 
um, lifestyle to where you're looking at the uh, the product, not necessarily paying attention to the model itself. Um, still shots. I wish I could do photojournalism, but that is definitely not my expertise. Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting photography, but uh, I like the uh, no-holes-barred kind of shot. Yeah, that is very cool. I like that. And in terms of all the types of photography that you do and that there is, what would you consider your favorite out of all to shoot? I'm sorry, you just faded out. What was that last bit? Yeah, what is your favorite type of photography to shoot? Oh, that would be working with the uh, the people. Uh, I like like the... uh, attitude that comes out. I like the fashion of it. I like the spontaneous development of the between the model and the photographer and the stylist. You know, it's like we're all working together for that one shot. And luckily we uh, get more than one and we just keep on going, have a blast. So I definitely would say that it's fashion photography. That's awesome. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I'm such a big fan of fashion photography as well as like commercial print photography because when you get to work with a photographer, you get that one-on-one experience and you also, like you said, you get to get some cool shots once you start to get going. And not every shot is like posed either. It's like candid and I think that's a great piece about it. Oh, yeah. You know, you get the models that have the confidence to keep moving. They think the shot up as they're going and that makes it a lot easier for the photographer, but, you know, you can't always have that in a model. So, you know, direction is something that I, I like to do. Um, you know, it helps them to be more comfortable and add more shots to what we're trying to get. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Howard, um, we have some more questions for you, but it looks like we're ready to go to a break. So let's do that right now. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We're back here with Howard, and we were just having a great conversation about how he kind of got into photography, why he is so passionate about it, what types of photography there are, and what is his favorite to shoot, as well as kind of a little bit of how I feel about that as well. So, Howard, on to my next question for you. Uh, I know there's a lot of famous looks, and we are kind of talking about the different styles and everything. Have you ever attempted to recreate a look of some sort? Uh, to go back on a shot? Yeah, to recreate a, yeah, to recreate a look. I know that when I was looking through your portfolio and everything, there was even a, a Marilyn Monroe photo and that's kind of like a famous piece of uh, art that we've seen back in I the day. See. Yeah. Yeah. That shot was, uh, done by, um, uh, for the Pensacola Film Festival. Um, we took four models. One was, uh, Marilyn Monroe. The other one was Elvis. The other one was uh, Joe, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, welcome back, Cotter, that guy. I can't remember mm. his name. John Travolta. Oh, I and see. And then, um, and what's her name? Um, Breakfast with Tiffany Lady. Oh, Audrey Hepburn. Yes, and we shot all four of those people in uh, in two group shots and, then, and single shots to... Uh, mimic the stars and uh that was one that i wanted to create and we were downtown pensacola uh taking a uh, uh leaf blower and in the middle of the sidewalk and uh blew her dress up and oh she was a fantastic model she just got right into it and uh, you would just swear that it was marilyn monroe at that moment that's, it was fantastic. That is so cool. And it's it's funny that you said Audrey Hepburn at that one part because um, in a previous shoot that I did, there was vintage Vespas, like the scooters that they used to ride in Italy and everything. And they were like, hey, you have brown hair and you kind of look like Audrey Hepburn. Why not let's just try it and see how we can recreate it? So we did, and that was probably one of the funnest shoots that I've ever done. Oh, that's, that's awesome, man. That would be great. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to send that to you for sure. Yeah. 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 So, Howard, in terms of, like, past work that you've done, what else have you um, kind of worked with, like, commercial shoot-wise with the agencies or maybe it's with the architecture or more of the business advertising? Um, we just got through shooting in Tampa with a uh, young designer of uh, women's lingerie for uh, plus-size models or plus-size people in general, and that was quite interesting. And uh, another shoot I had was with uh, uh, Burton Golf. We shot over 110 golf bags. I didn't know they made that oh, wow. many. <laughs> uh, but I, I had oh, my worst shoot. Well, I won't say it was a worst shoot, yeah. but it was the worst shoot for diet. I shoot, shot the American Cookie Dough Company. Oh, my gosh. And I ate so many... I ate so many um, uh, pistachio uh, cookie dough. Oh, man. And then they gave me two gallons when I left. Oh, that man. only lasted about a week. What a nice thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. I definitely uh, loved that shoot. That's awesome. So how long does a shoot usually take for you? I know it varies upon uh, different projects and everything like that, but a typical shoot for you. Uh, if we work with the models, um, depending, of course, on their age, uh, it would last, say, if they do three looks, uh, it would maybe get four in, but uh, usually about four hours. It's one hour for make hair and makeup, 
and then three hours, three and a half hours for the shoot. Uh, it's three different locations. Uh, on a commercial shoot, that could be anywhere from one to four days. Uh, like shooting at a resort, that would be uh, sometimes a week. But, uh, you know, it's just, it varies, and, you know, you just take your time, have a blast with it, and just be as creative as possible. That's awesome. And if I know you talked about kind of not like your worst shoot, but, um, you know, what you said about kind of bad for the diet. But do you have a yeah. favorite shoot of all time, you would say, that you can just kind of pick off the top of your head? The best shoot? Yeah, the best shoot that you've been a part of. Wow, I've had so many. God, I don't know if I could narrow that down. <laughs> uh, Even if it's like top three, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, that would be tough for me to say. Um, I worked with uh, a young country singer that was uh, supposed to take one day. That took three days to shoot, and that was a blast because that was unexpected. And... Uh, then I think the other shoot was uh, a young lady from L.A. that we photographed and saw her on TV uh, about a week later. And uh, trying to think of others. Gosh, I, I mean, I've, I've worked with so many wonderful people. I, it would be really tough for me to say which one was better. Oh, yeah. Um, I photographed a young lady for another designer. It was uh, it's on my website. It's uh, uh, a white robe, and that young lady was uh, five foot five, I believe. And oh, wow. she photographed like a million dollars, and she said it was her first photo shoot. But oh she no was way! A total, total natural. I mean, just nailed every shot. It was just fantastic. That's awesome. And I love that part about it. Uh, you know, most of the time people will be like, oh, well, if you're going to model and everything, then you have to be like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, and it's like, no, that's not always the case. There's people with a lot of potential out there and people realizing that they actually have that potential. It's like, hey, I could actually do this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the camera doesn't know how tall you are. You know, as long as your body is, is proportioned properly and, you know, the weight is not an issue, uh, you, it's like uh, Kate Moss. No one would really look at her shot and say she's five seven or so. Yeah. Um, she's just she's just beautifully proportioned, and she knows the camera. So height is not an issue. I, I don't believe in that. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned that too. And uh, you know, going a little bit further with who you've worked with and everything like that. I know in the beginning of the show, I mentioned that you've worked with small and large agencies. So tell me what your experience has been like with that. That's such a cool thing to do. Well, we were. I was up in New York for about three months and uh, some time back, and I had the pleasure of working with uh, Ford, the Ford Modeling Agency and worked with um, Swift Kids and uh, Chick Models and uh, Wilhelmina. And then I found out later that Wilhelmina used one of my pictures in their um, a book they made for um, how to be a model sort of thing. And uh, that was really interesting. And then when I came back, I worked with uh, Mark Reed with... Um, uh, up in Atlanta, and that was, that was with Arlene Wilson, and man, 
these people, they know their business, man. Like, I could just look at a person and say, oh, you're going to be a model. And, you know, you shoot it, and it's like, wow, how the heck did you see that, you know? <laughs> That's beautiful. awesome. I like that a lot, though. That's definitely a cool thing. And some of the names that you were mentioning of the agencies, I also recognize that. So that's so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of very nice people out there. For sure. And tell me about working with so many different people. I know I mentioned again um, the different personalities and traits of everybody. So how do you get around working with so many different models and, you know, people in general? Uh, I think the first five minutes of when you are introduced to somebody, um, you kind of tend to get the feel of whether you're both going to be comfortable. And I try my best to, um, you know, make them feel comfortable and, you know, not feel uh, scared or intimidated by the camera because, uh, you know, their attitude is very important. And if they're nervous or they're thinking, you know, I can't do this or I've never worked with this guy before. And so I, I pop off a few shots and then I show them in, you know, back of the camera. And uh, that kind of changes the ice a little bit. There was a photographer one time that mm -hmm. uh, I had met that he, to break the ice, he took an old camera after about five minutes into the shoot and would take it off his shoulder and just throw it into the wall. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the model's eyes went as big as 50-cent pieces. And, oh, my uh, gosh. You know, everybody was, the people that worked with him knew, but the people that were there modeling, uh, they were kind of, like, shocked. And then all of a sudden, he'd break into the laugh, and that broke the ice. Well, I don't have an extra camera that I want to throw in the wall, so I just basically, you know, talk and laugh and just have a good time that's awesome to hear howard that's such a funny story also to end on so again let's take a break for now you're listening to the fame game looking for a show about your favorite movies Stars and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids' First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon.
Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and we're bringing it back here with Howard. So we had a, a cool little conversation that we ended on. I think that's really funny, Howard, that you were saying that, you know, some photographers, they go all out and they break the ice that way. But, um, hey, talking works too, yep. right? So... That's awesome. And the next thing I wanted to ask you, Howard, is what is the environment like in your job? I know you mentioned that you're located in Florida, but does your job have anything to do with traveling or kind of where do you lie within that? Yeah, we travel. We've, um, we've gone basically in the four corners of the U.S. Um, I'd have to say my um, 
favorite place is obviously the tropical areas, but uh, uh, shooting in the snow in New York was uh, a bit more than I cared for because when you get outside, you look like a Michelin doll all <laughs> wrapped up and you can't shoot because you can't find your finger in the glove to shoot with. And oh, gosh. I just hate, don't like cold weather, but uh, I prefer shorts, warm temperatures and you know, stuff like that. But yeah, we've we've shot everywhere. I think uh, the biggest, the longest time that we had shot in any state would have to be uh, probably Tennessee and Kentucky. That's beautiful area up there. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, I've never gone to Tennessee and Kentucky and all those places, but um, I can only imagine all the great scenery that's there and the people are wonderful. So that sounds like an awesome well, time. Yeah, it's it's just beautiful, green, open country. I just love that. Open fields. Yeah, fantastic. that's awesome. So, Howard, tell me a little bit more about, like, highlights and challenges of your job. What would you consider that? The highlights. Um, I think the gratification that you get when you're working with a client, uh, they look at the monitor, they see the shot, and some of them don't quite know exactly what they're looking for. And then when you take it into Photoshop real quick and show them what it looks like or what it can look like, um, it's nice to see that they're happy about the shot. And then you get those that just go, oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, move on, next one. Yeah. And uh, I, I like that. It's just, you know, you're on the same page. We're both getting what we want. They're comfortable with it. I'm happy with it. And the model's happy with it. So, yeah, that's it's definitely good for everyone to be happy for the shoot. Yeah, that is very cool. I like how you said that there are some of those people that they just kind of know it's that shot. And um, doing like pageantry and stuff like that too, you you know, you're always looking for that one shot. So it's funny because when you're doing the shoot, you're like, man, I'm so anxious to know like what's what does the shot look like? What are the photos going to look like? And then when they give them to you, you're like, yep, that's the one. Like you just know it's just a feeling. Yeah, yeah I love it. Because you take six shots and show six frames on the monitor and, you know, you get 50% that are awesome. The other two are, are okay. And then one's got her eyes halfway open, halfway closed. <laughs> or blinking. I tell everybody that, okay, this is for the Inquirer when you get rich and famous. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> That's a cool thing to know. And tell me about some of the challenges you face in your job. Do you, would you consider you have any of those? Challenges? Uh, yeah, I think the one thing that I have a lot of trouble with is uh, I did a shoot one time where the girl was on a, uh, a pier. Mm, and I, I wanted to shoot, shoot down on her. So I got up on a Coke machine, one of those old-timey Coke machines. (laughs) And uh, I failed to remember that the distance was only three foot, so I went back four foot. Oh, geez. And, um, yeah, well, not only did I fall off the Coke machine, I fell off the uh, pier that uh, the Coke machine was sitting on. So uh, I did bounce. So, you know, that was good. And, and my, I didn't hurt my camera, so that was even better. Oh, that's great. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a tendency to forget my surroundings and just shoot. 
I'm, I'm kind of like addicted to uh, to what I'm doing. I get into it, and I just totally forget about where I am, what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Like watching my balance and things like that. But everybody had a good laugh, and uh, it was it was a good shoot. Yeah, that's so awesome to hear. And it's so funny that you brought that up too, because in the middle of what you were saying that I was just about to mention, you know, photographers will do anything to get a shot. If they are lying on dirt or, you know, like literally face down in the grass and that's where like the best angle is, or they're, like you said, on top of a Coke machine on a pier, they're going to do it because they just, they want to get that shot. And I think that's so commendable and it's such a cool thing about photographers. Yeah, we had a shoot one time in uh, Kentucky that uh, we were shooting a, a young lady who was a uh, dirt race bike driver or rider, whatever you call it. <laughs> and um, we got into the mud, and the person, the young lady that was helping me, uh, my wife was uh, using the scrim, and I was up on the hill shooting down, and we later found out that all that mud was goat poop. Oh wow! That and, is. <laughs> uh, so the, both the both the rider and my wife were standing in about two feet of goat poop, and after we had after we found that out, I don't think I had laughed so hard, <laughs> in I don't know how long. I, I had tears in my eyes. It was just so funny, oh. and she was laughing too. Oh, that's you know, good. So that was good. Well, that's good. Everybody can have a laugh out of it. But wow, I can only imagine uh, if that was me, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, get me out of here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily they told us after the fact. Oh, good, good. That, you know, breaks the fall a little, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very cool. So, Howard, do you have any upcoming projects or what are you working on right now? Uh, well, I'm hoping to go down to um, Tampa this next year and uh, try to strike up some friendships in the uh, modeling agency there. Uh, there's a good commercial market there, uh, both for Orlando, Tampa, Sarasota, Clearwater, St. Pete. So I'm hoping to uh, get out of the cold weather up here in Pensacola and go down there and start start fresh. Very cool, very cool. So where would you like to see yourself within the next five years with your photography business, I guess, is the next next lead-in? I would love to be a shooter, uh, one of the top, uh, I guess, top 50 shooters in this country. I mean, if you go to photo reps and uh, you see the photographers that they have, that they represent, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're masters. They're just awesome. I would love to be considered to be one of those, but uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't stop trying. But man, there's a lot of good photographers out there. The high-end photographers, not you know, yeah, not the ones that just go out and buy a camera and think they're a photographer. I mean, these guys are masters and they're awesome. Yeah, well, a lot can happen in I five would. years, so that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely want to get in that realm. Very nice. So the next thing is, is what advice would you give to somebody who's either looking to start a photography business or maybe begin modeling? Uh, as far as photography, uh, this day and age, unfortunately, uh, with the digital cameras being so uh, simplistic, uh, 
anybody can grab a camera, and it seems like a lot of them are, and they instantly think they can become a photographer, but it is a specialized field. Uh, there is an artistry to it, and if they're going to get into digital photography, they're going to have to know how to work with uh, uh, capture software, Photoshop, and um, any kind of the uh, graphic software inputs, pictures. Um, as far as the modeling is concerned, um, that's tough because uh, every area of this country has different markets for different types of women, different attitudes for different types of markets. Like L.A. has one, New York has another, Chicago is more commercial, um, Orlando is more acting and, you know, commercial-oriented for television. Um, it's If you have a niche, stick with it. But, you know, don't stop your education. Don't stop any career moves that you, that you have in mind. Let the modeling be a secondary issue for your future. If you get into modeling, that's great. But don't stop your education and just enjoy it. Don't do anything that you don't want to do. And don't put yourself in a situation to where you don't feel safe. Definitely. And I think that's great advice, Howard. So again, thank you so much for coming on the air. And the final thing I have to ask you is how can others contact you or learn more about your photography? Uh, well, thank you. It's uh, howardrobinson.com. All the information is there. I can be reached by uh, the contact button there for email, and the phone number is on there. And I thank you very much, Maddie Rose, for allowing me to speak with you, and, and uh, definitely a pleasure. Now I can say I spoke to a celebrity. Oh, well, thank you, Howard. It's been awesome to have you. Thanks again. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so that means let's take another break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Thing. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So that was a very awesome interview, I have to say, that we had with Howard. It's very cool that I got to talk to a photographer all the way from Florida, not to mention... Um, 
I mean, obviously you couldn't see my face behind the interview or whatever, but when he was talking about the agencies and stuff, I was like, that's so cool. I'm all into this. I was giving my mom all these faces and she's like, yeah, I know. I feel you because <laughs> it was definitely a cool thing to, to hear about and also to know that there are so many possibilities out there and he's so right about what he, the last thing that he kind of ended off the interview on and it's everybody there's a different market for everything um I, it's true I mean like like he was saying LA is more like commercial acting things like that the entertainment industry like at its core Chicago's more like print which I can see that and um, Orlando is acting and kind of the the whole uh, print too and Arizona I haven't quite really figured it out yet to like pin my nose down on it that's kind of what I was thinking because I was like oh well well how would Arizona play into that they're kind of like let's do this and do this and do this and do this like we're not really I don't want to say we're not settled on something but uh we dabble in a little bit of everything how about that so yeah. And, and I know that this latest, I think it was like the last two weeks too, that we've been doing like a Phoenix fashion week. So I'm like, mm, I wouldn't necessarily consider it like hardcore fashion or else I'd be out of a job. Um, but we do print as well. So let's, let's say that we're fashion and print. There we go. I just made it up. Let's call it that for now on. <laughs> Hopefully I'm right. We'll do some more research on it to back up this with evidence. Oh, goodness. But yes, so speaking of what Howard was saying to um, Florida's a beautiful 75 degrees right now. I'm like, what is what is Arizona right now? It is uh, a beautiful 80 degrees, I think. I hope it might be a little hotter. We were in like the 90s earlier this week and I was like, man, Oh, it's 85. Just kidding, guys. I'm trying to make it colder than it is already. I know, I'm just rushing this season, huh? Oh, bad Maddie. But it's just, it's nuts, though, because literally the other day I was going to school and I'm like, man, it's like such a nice day out here. It feels so good. It's like 75 degrees and everything was peachy. It was good. We were like, in the clear. And then like, wake up the next morning and you're like, what is this 93 degrees? We can't be doing this. Now I have to take my jacket off. I was hoping I could have sweater weather. I'm like, okay. Not yet? Cool. I'll just wait. I'm wearing a sweater right now, too. And uh, I had to roll up the sleeves, though. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay, so on a totally unrelated note, because how could you possibly expect that from me? So speaking of just like everything in itself, um, the previous week we had Adam Collins on and it, we were talking about like smoothies and different stuff like this. I think I have a smoothie addiction. <laughs> like I'm not even joking you. I've probably posted this on Snapchat like a few times. So I bet you my friends are like, okay, she likes smoothies. Oh, we got it. Like not that I'm like those people that just like honker over their food and like take pictures of it but I do it sometimes I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie I take pictures of my food and I post it sometimes not always on my Instagram I try not to post as many as much food as that when I, I have to be honest again when I first started Instagram I was going crazy with food I was like here's my pizza here's my drink doesn't it look good and then I was just like oh okay cool like yeah and then like now since I'm trying to eat healthy and everything, people post all these good food and Bruce was eating a piece of pizza in front of me and I was like, this is worse than a picture. <laughs> what about the cookies? Yeah. Oh, uh, but Bruce keeps bringing up the whole cookie guilt on me because uh, 
Thankfully, oh, here's a good way to shout out. Thank you to Mike Madden of Cookies and Bloom for gifting me with wonderful cookies and uh, caramel apples and welcoming me and my mom and Michelle Kaur into the cookie factory. It was pretty cool to be able to tour around and everything, and I had a nice little cheat day or cheat weekend. Cheat weekend, maybe, because... uh. Yeah, I like ate the whole thing. I couldn't really stop myself at one point. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you this story. We'll go back to the smoothies in a minute. But so he gave us these cookies and I was like, oh good, we got the one with only two in them because I can just calm down. And I told myself I was only going to take a bite of it, but clearly that wasn't the case. I took a bite of it and then it was just like, hmm, okay, maybe one more bite. It's just like chips, guys, and Oreos. People are like, do you want one of my chips? I'm like, no, I don't want one of your chips because if I eat one chip, you can't just have one chip. No, you can't. You always go back for more. It's like having one Oreo. Like, no, you can't have that. You need to have at least two, more than one. It just happens that way. I'm sorry. That's just the science behind it. One bag? One bag. That's good, too. Yeah, that's better. I'm like the worst with that with snacks because I'll just start eating. And then before you know it, it's like, boom, gone. For example... My favorite potato chips are Lay's baked potato chips. Like, the whole baked part, yeah, sure, it makes it better and stuff. Still not allowed to eat them right now because it has a lot of starch, but we're not going to get into that. But, anyways, so it's it's literally like me with that. Or, like, Funyuns or something, like, all those good snacks. Like, candy, too. Candy, I'm a big, 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 big contender of this. It's just, like, you start eating one. And, yeah, fast foods, too. Okay, Mom fast food and cookies. She's like, I know you don't lie. I'm not lying. I'm telling you all the bad stuff I'm eating. Not that I've been eating it though. Let's not stress out the trainers and stuff. I've been good. But yeah, so when I do get into the mood of like eating cookies and stuff like that, it's literally, I can't stop myself. Um, I have self-control. I do. But like with food, it's a different story. I have self-control with like, you know, self-control, but, uh, when it comes to, like, cookies and food and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have one bite. Oh, wait. No, I won't. And then it's just, like, the cookie's gone. And then, to my defense, my mom is like, you ate my cookie the other day because, well, okay, I get it. It's little. There was a little bit left. But, you know, the whole point of the matter was is that I started eating it in the car. And then when you got home is when you asked me, oh, Maddie, is that my cookie now? And I said, yeah, go ahead. And there it wasn't that big. It was, like, um... Uh, it was half. It was half, okay? But yes, so that was my little cheat story. Not to mention I had pasta and breadsticks, but the, oh, so good. Yes, it's amazing. And I'm like, then you pass by all the Chick-fil-A's and that's my favorite. I'm like, oh, Chick-fil-A. I cannot wait to have you again. But even after this and the training and everything, I'm still going to continue it because I like how I feel and it's exciting to be able to work towards your fitness goals and stuff and get excited about that because it is. But um, after this, though, I'm going to have a little cheat week and a half or so. So, yes. Okay, so back to the smoothies um, really quick because we, we have to break, unfortunately, I know. We'll try to have more Maddie chat days soon. But, yes, tropical smoothie cafes, I don't know what it is in them. Obviously, it's fruit. Let's just not get technical with it. But... Fruit smoothies, I think the one that I get all the time is like rock and raspberry. And then because, you know, of me working out and stuff, I'm like, can I get an additive soy protein? I'm like, I feel special. Um, but it's so good. And I've literally probably had like four this last week. Shh, don't tell anybody. I mean, it's good. It's smoothies, right? But okay. Sounds good, guys. 
So, with that being said, let's feature the next featured song of the week for this week. That was just like a loaded ending, but whatever. Okay, it's called It Must Be Love by Christina Grimmie. So, here it is. Enjoy. I was sitting at the mall with my friends on a Monday. Saying I was gonna leave this town, leave this town, run away. But then you walked in and I think my heart done skipped a beat. One look and everything just froze. Like a rock rolling downhill. listening to the fame game on the voice america kids radio network this show has been produced by the kid star radio network for voice america kids and again thanks for listening and up next is a song thank you again for listening to the fame game on the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark.
was Wiz Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 